0: I'm Gato and I'm calling in from Boston and I'm pulling up to the Wolf and Unicorn podcast to talk about immigration, a subject that I'm super passionate about. We're going to chat about what organizations you can donate to, what you can do if you want to do something about immigration issues, um, especially helping out undocumented folks. And we're going to talk about how we're going to get Kevin to stop ordering Amazon. Join us.
1: Yo yo. Yo. Yadi, what's up?
2: Hi there. I'm working on <laughs> in my intro. Like, hello. How is it going? I still
1: haven't quite figured it out yet, right? <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing yet. But today's your practice day. You're gonna yes. introduce our guest and 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 let us know who we have today.
2: Yes, so we have a very special guest today. As you all know, all of our guests are very special. Okay. <laughs> we have Caro Santa Maria joining us today. Hey Cado. Hello. How is it going? How are you?
0: So good. So great. I'm out here in Boston just chilling on my vacation, but very excited um, to talk with y'all about our topic today. Yeah, so,
1: what are, what are you doing? What are you working on? Tell us a little about yourself and what you've got going on.
0: Yeah. So right now I'm just, uh, not just that I am a nonprofit professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work at an organization called corporate accountability and we challenge transnational corporations on human rights, public health and environmental abuses. Um, so we do a lot of work with like the human right to water. We do a lot of work in the climate space, um, kicking out the fossil fuel industry from decision-making places. So a lot of, um, Yeah, a lot of activism that goes from grassroots to the international stage, which is great. And I I do our recruitment work. Um, But in general, I am very, very passionate about immigration. So I spend a lot of my outside time um, either organizing with different immigration groups or just in general researching. Um, I wrote like my college thesis on labor exploitation of immigrants. Um, Yeah, so it's just a, a topic I'm super passionate about and I'm hoping... That the next step is to work for an immigrants' right organization. Um, And in general, I just, what do I spend my time doing? I don't know. I do a lot of tarot readings. I've been like getting really into those, working on like my spirituality during this time that we're all sort of enclosed and really self reflective. So, yeah, that's mostly what I pull my time with just organizing and reading and tarot reading. (laughs)
2: That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you have such like a, a, like a busy life and like the work that you do is very taxing. So like, I always mm-hmm. enjoy when I see you, you know, either w- whether it's like exercising or like picking up um, embroidery, like I saw you doing some some oh, stuff. Yeah? I was like, hey, you need to do our hoodies next time. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, what you do? She does, like, the embroidery, like, uh-huh. so she can do, like, uh, like logo. Obviously, like, our logo is very complicated. Yeah, can you and do 100 like- of those? Five, <laughs> five, I a year no. to be able to make, like, one sweatshirt, but... <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah I mean we are family so we are Yay. you know like married family we're basically cousins you are yeah, we you my- yeah no like <laughs> I always say like she's my cousin yeah. but yeah. um it's just been so inspiring to watch you and to learn about what you're doing so I wanted to just kind of bring you on so you can talk to our listeners and just have like you know explain to us a little bit more about the work that you're doing and like, why it's so important how everyone can contribute to that work um, whether they're just you know in the back backstage or how they can organize without being completely like um, exposed because a lot of this stuff is very you know dangerous work Um, so we just wanted to like bring you on so you can give us a better understanding because when people hear the word immigration it's like like there's so many little things so many branches that go into that and like you never really know where to start or how to help. So we just wanted to like bring the expert. um, So maybe (laughs) you can like talk to everybody and just give us a little insight on like what you're doing and how we can help.
0: Totally, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm very grateful that y'all are giving me this platform. I am definitely by no means an expert, but definitely something that both touches like on my personal experience having immigrated here myself um, and like most of my family being immigrants as well. I think it's something that a lot of us have in common Um, and it's an issue that, you know, really affects your ability to do anything in this country. Um, so it's been, yeah, I think it's a topic that, like you said, brings up a bunch of different aspects, but at the end of the day, it's about human beings being able to live a life without restraint, uh, to live a life where they can actually, you know, exercise their rights. Um, so I'm, yeah, I think I'm really excited to like provide just some information on, what's going on right now in terms of like how we can help undocumented folks and I'll mostly be talking about undocumented folks because that's really the like part of immigration that I'm very passionate about is um how we are I mean truly how we treat other human beings in this country which is not very great um as we all know the history of this place um but yeah I think you know just starting out with uh the ways in which the U.S. has unfortunately not necessarily shown up for undocumented folks, and especially like um, low-income undocumented folks right now during the COVID-19 crisis. I think we know that these are the folks that are the reason that we have food on our table. They're the reason that um, we're able to function the way that we do. You know, they're, undocumented folks are everywhere, and one of the one of the big one of my big passions is to paint undocumented folks is folks that are not like you know it we're not sob stories we are people human beings just trying to live our life um and especially you know i i come from a family where we have folks that are undocumented so just being able to see people freely leave their homes without fear um and for folks to be able to drive like have licenses um Right now in Massachusetts, I'm not sure if it passed or not, but there's this really great group called Cosicha that was fighting for licenses for for undocumented folks. Um, And I'm not sure if it passed or not. I'll have to double check on that. But if that campaign is still going on, that's a really great one to support. Um, Because even the ability to drive down to the grocery store, the ability to take your kids to school, I mean... It's something that for a lot of undocumented folks, it's, like, daunting to be, like, mm. I have to leave my house today. What if I get stopped at a traffic light? Or, like, what if, like, any, anything feels like, in, like a risk, essentially. Um, and then also undocumented folks are either, like, massively laid off right now or working under really dangerous conditions because a lot of employers exploit the fact that they know that folks are undocumented, so they'll have them work um, for less wages than a normal worker will, right. um, and they'll have them work under you know circumstances that are not safe uh, for anybody, and especially mm-hmm. for those folks who unfortunately can't say anything because of their immigration status.
1: Right, I, I feel like the you know COVID nineteen pandemic issues we're having now, I mean, kind of overshadowed the issue because I feel like we were on the brink of. You know kids were in cages and you know we were like people were getting you know information poured into this and and now mm-hmm. i i feel like i don't hear anything i i know these kids are you not all free I, I know they're not you know i just don't see the information because of the pandemic and uh, totally. uh, where can we find this information like if we wanted to help out, no. i mean usually i just look at the news and see what's going on and now i don't see anything about issues that we were talking about before this and obviously totally. they're still going on and probably amplified f- because of COVID 19 so like, yeah you kind of stay informed and in in the loop on these kind of topics
0: yeah that's a that's a great question so many organizations have their own um like they have blogs where they will repost a lot of news articles that do involve um a lot of these issues that were happening before i mean i feel like like the first thing first of all is the trump administration is so chaotic But they're chaotic on purpose they want to bury a lot of the worst policies that they've passed um and just like Mm -hmm. have them fly under the radar which is exactly what has happened um and i think also to say that you know unfortunately we have we've had this issue of children being separated from their families and being put in detention centers Um, both in the Trump administration, unfortunately in the Obama administration, it's been just an ongoing policy of the U.S. government um, to unfortunately separate folks from their families. And uh, I think it even, like, which totally lines up with just the legacy of how the U.S. has treated just human beings here. I mean, family separation began in slavery. It began a really long time ago, these policies of dehumanizing people and thinking that they're not worthy of, you know, Living, living a life with families, with kids. Um, so I think it, it first really starts with examining like where our country has come from and why it is st- why it is the way that it is right now. Um, and like a good place where I I sort of go and get my news a lot is um, there's this program on YouTube called Democracy Now. Um, it's more definitely more left leaning news, but unfortunately that's the people who are talking about you know, families still being separated from their children. Um, The National Immigration Law Center is also a great website um, to get a lot of your information from, to get a lot of, like, the latest that's happening on the immigration front. Um, My aunt is their executive director, and they represent a lot of low-income, undocumented folks, and they um, were some of the folks that put up the initial um, legal suits against the Trump administration when they began like the even larger mass policy of separating folks at the border um so that's a really great place i think to also you know check out their blog check out their press releases they're really on the pulse of a lot of um the issues that are truly ongoing um another and another big issue that i think a lot too is um you know the ways in which asylum seekers have been treated at the border currently a lot of this family separation is happening at the u.s mexico border um, and there's this policy that the um, Trump administration passed called Remain in Mexico, where usually when you're seeking asylum, you're able to enter the U.S. and wait for your date in court. The rate for folks to show up to their court dates is huge. I mean, you're seeking asylum, you are going to be able to legally stay in the U.S. And usually, mm-hmm. I mean, even it's even very difficult to get a court date given to you. Most people are rejected. Um, but what the Trump administration has now done is now when you're applying for asylum, you are left behind. You're, you have to stay in Mexico until your date in court. And typically, these are like in really dangerous places. These are folks that have come with whatever they could carry with them. And it's, you know, they, we've created essentially a refugee crisis at our U.S., our, in our own border. Um, and there's this really great podcast episode. Have y'all listened to This American Life?
1: I have not. No.
0: So it's this really, they they do like investigative journalism. And there's a really great episode that I encourage everybody to listen to because I think it's incredibly important that we're aware of what's happening and what our country is doing and what people who think they're doing good things are doing. Um, it's called, so I forget what it's called. It's called their, Poli- it's their Pulitzer Prize winning episode. Mm. It's the only Pulitzer Prize winning episode that they have. Um, and it's about the Remain in Mexico policy, and I mean it's it's incredible how even like these border agents are like you see them in the audio like slowly becoming aware of like holy shit like I am doing sorry I don't know if y'all are like <laughs>
1: more, more um, than <laughs>
0: <laughs> good 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 um, but you know a lot of the agents were like realizing they're like oh this is how you get good people to do bad things. Mm. Like, oh, this is how, like, these policies that are passed down that are being, like, put forth by superiors and have the rules have to be followed, they're like, oh, this is how you get someone that's just coming in to do their job to turn some, someone away that's, like, has credible fear of fleeing. And you're like, actually, you should stay It's where, like, a lot of the times the per- like a lot of the persecution is happening at the border because they're in places where people know that these are folks seeking refuge in the u.s a lot of them get extorted for money they know that they have relatives in the u.s so they'll be like you know uh, really really terrible things happen to folks t- like and really terrible things are happening to folks because they're they're vulnerable and these are people right. that are leaving like situations that so many of us can't even imagine And even if, even if it's, you know, you're looking for a job opportunity, who who cares? You're, you're allowed to like have the self autonomy to resettle somewhere where you think you have more opportunities, where you think your families have more opportunities. Um, So I would say, you know, listen to that episode. It's, it's really good. Um, And there's other places. I think um, United We Dream is another great organization that again is like, churning out a lot of information about what's currently happening, what are the plans to reunite children right now. Um, But yeah, it's just like, I mean, right now it's chaotic because there really is a lot happening. We have children still in cages. We have children that are separated from their parents. We have a refugee crisis at our U.S. border. It's, I mean, it's a lot. And you're right. I think a lot of the pandemic has unfortunately taken front and stage and we've forgotten that right. there are kids who don't have their parents with them right now. Right, right. That's a lot of information.
2: <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just consuming all of it. And it's just yeah. like, I mean, we know it's happening. And of course, you know, you hear things here and there, but after we do all this research and after we look into it and after we become aware, how can we become involved and like, what what can mm. we do?
0: That's a great question. And I think that's something that so many of us are seeking right now, especially because we're at home and we're like, what can we use our extra time for? Um, I definitely think if you have the ability and the means to, I think donating, especially donating to a lot of the organizations that are at the border, which I I can send a list out. And y'all can like list it if you want um there's a lot of really good organizations doing a lot of great work like even just providing food in these refugee camps and providing um there's some organizations that actually provide like um not like like knapsacks where they have like water and food and beverages and they leave them in the desert when folks are like making that crossing um so leaving like supplies and resources um so if you're able to donate i think that is something that Like anybody can do. Um, But beyond that, there's a lot of petitions that are going around as well. I think right now there's, um, like, a lot of immigration organizations are sort of, like, under constant alert because new policies keep on being enacted. So, like, any petition that is going out right now, I will be happy to, like, also link it. Mm -hmm. Um, Writing to folks in detention centers is actually something that is I think it's you know we it's so underrated the power of like the written word and the power of like connecting with other human beings but there's a lot there are other organizations as well again i can like there's so many folks doing really great things out there um where you can write folks uh to folks that are in detention centers you can write um letters to kids that are in detention centers to make them feel a little bit less lonely and you know to make them feel like even though they're being treated this way by Right. Folks in the country that not all of us feel that way, right. and that there are people that are actually you know concerned and horrified at the human rights abuses that are happening right now um, at the hands of the u s government
1: and, and do you think with the new administrat- administration coming in, you know, will there be a huge change? I know some people don't believe Biden will be as different you know different more different than Trump is today. I mean obviously he yeah. will be. Uh, at least a little different in terms of appeasing people, um, but do you think the actual change will come to this, and uh, this new administration will kind of enforce some of these new rules that we would like to see made?
0: Yeah, I hope so. I, I really, I really. I mean, and the only thing we can really do is like hope and push and like push them to I think, I think that they're they're going to be the bar is set really low right now, right? Like, we're leaving from this Trump presidency and, like, literally anything feels like, oh, my God, I cannot believe we have a president that actually cares. Like, that's how I feel every time, like, I hear, like, the new administration talk. I'm like, wow, that's, like, what what a, like, normal human being that's doing their job sounds like. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm i I'm skept- I'm definitely skeptical. I definitely think that a lot of us in the immigration justice, like, movement feel, feel always concerned, uh, feel, you know, a little bit burned by the past administration. I mean, even like under the Obama administration, although we were able to pass like, you know, historic legislation with DACA, um, other policies didn't pass because they didn't, they didn't cut, they didn't cut it for like the more center moderate agenda Mm -hmm. that even Democrats have. You know, I, I Mm -hmm. think that a lot of Democrats, um, are more supportive of maybe like corporations and money than they are of people. Um, Mm -hmm. that's why I, I mean, I definitely, I lean very progressive, but I definitely consider myself, um, an independent just because I, it's, it's difficult to trust a government that has shown you that has broken your trust over and over. So my hope is that I think it'll be slightly better. I think that we might be able to move the Biden administration to, um, actually pass, policy proposals that, you know, aim to fix our broken immigration system. Um, I do think one of the things that actually has been uplifting me a lot more is knowing that they're actually in conversations with a lot of immigrants' rights organizations. Um, They've definitely been consulting a lot. They've been talking to organizers, which is important. I think the government should constantly be talking to folks in movements and should be talking to folks that are actually doing the work for the communities. so I, I mean, I have hope, but I definitely think that it's up to us as a collective um, to push the administration um, to ask, you know, extend TPS, the temporary protective status. Not even just extend TPS; grant folks citizenship. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really like it's as simple as you know, these are folks that have been paying over and over for protection, and and these things cost money. You mm-hmm. have to be like. You have to be able to, like, for example, um, Dreamers, like DACA, you have to pay for DACA. It's like $400 every two mm-hmm. years or something like that. And not everybody has that money. So to be able, even to just maintain a residence status, to maintain DACA, it's mm-hmm. really expensive. Um, so hopefully they will aim at, you know, taking some of that burden off and, and granting folks citizenship or maybe getting rid of expensive fees to, like, continue to... Be able to go to school because you need DACA, you know, right. so
1: and, we'll see. But yeah.
0: we got to do a lot about it. <laughs> we have to we have to push them. They're not going to yeah. do anything unless we demand it.
1: Right. Right. And, and what does your organization and you kind of do to kind of push the administration and, and lawmakers to you know kind of change these rules other than, you know, mm-hmm. you can tweet at them and do these things. But what what, yeah. does, you know, what are the actual things that kind of get them to actually change these policies? Totally
0: yeah um so my organization doesn't work on immigration but i think it's a great example of organizing that does work because we do we do push politicians for things like we were pushing for a moratorium on evictions and just like you know different different issues that like we think housing is a human right and like supporting those things so the way that it looks is I know it sounds like really underrated but like calling your local officials calling your calling politicians it scares them to be like oh people disagree with me you know it's unfortunately the way that our politics works it's like almost like a popularity contest right whose hearts can you win out more um and when people are upset at them they they budge and they respond so I think you know on different issues like linking up with organizations that are like you know calling on like elected officials again i think petitions seem underrated but they're really powerful when like a politician sees like oh shit a hundred thousand people like are asking me to do this and if i don't do it you know like what what are the consequences of that um i think you know other ways in which we affect change is or like organizers lobby politicians too you know we go and speak with politicians about policies that we think are more in line with people's human rights and more in line with the values that we think that they, you know, name out loud, but their Mm actions might be contrary. Um, We, the way that our our organization has like really many multiple, like different ways of organizing, but we also go, um, for example, for our climate campaign, we go a lot to the like annual climate talks with the UN. Um, And we go and talk to government delegates about why we think it's important to kick the fossil fuel industry out of the climate talks because they're the ones that have the most to lose, right? Right. Um, They're the ones that are deciding how their industry is going to be regulated even though their industry is the one that caused the problem in the first place.
1: Um,
0: Yeah, so organizing can look really different, but honestly, it's pressure. It's like, um, it's moving large amounts of people to say like, we don't agree with this we think that this is contrary to our values um and it's putting pressure again on like elected officials um to do their job um and for us to empower them to do their job which is to represent people
1: yeah yadi wrote a nice blog post on kind of writing into your your senator a little bit you want to speak on on that
2: yeah well when i i interned with um Senator Jack Reed and I noticed that a lot of the letters that were coming in or the comments from constituents Were being kind of like disqualified or thrown out because it wasn't written in the correct format so so many people don't know that there is a format, right? So it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. If you think you're just gonna write to some to someone and say, This is my issue and express and dump all these words on a piece of paper, but if you don't have the yeah. correct format it's not counted. So I definitely mm-hmm. saw, you know, the impact of like knowing what to do and how to do it right and also Like you said, the power in numbers. Like, if we saw, if one day we got a ton of calls about a specific issue, the complete, you know, the energy shifted to focus on that today. So, it really is the power, really is in the people and, you know, reaching out and making sure that you are reaching out in the correct way. Yeah. Um,
1: Do they they answer tweets?
2: Yeah, they do. Yeah. Do they look at all the tweets they get? They look at the tweets. Does that count
1: as a letter? I've I've never. Uh, i I probably last time i wrote a letter i had a pen pal like fifth grade sixth grade. (laughs) so
2: there's actually a ton of like bots now that write the letters for you uh, so you can like sign up for these newsletters or this like there's like a text uh bot that you could just i think it's called like text bot or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. where you can just say it formats the entire letter for you so it says you know just write your your message and we'll take care of the greeting and you know everything and enclosing it yeah you can send it out in a letter, you can send it out in an email, and you can send it out in a tweet and like, just yes. by, by just texting it with your phone. So there's a ton, a ton of, like, resources out there and stuff, but I think the masses and, like, people just have a lot of trust issues. Um, yes. They don't know what you're doing with their words. They want to make sure that it's being sent out to the right person. Um, so I really do think that, you know, breaking it down for people, like when I wrote the blog post and, like, bringing you on and just saying, you know, it sounds very complicated and hard and like daunting, but there are so many resources and so many ways, um, you know, that, that organizations are helping us. So we just need to look a little, Google a little bit harder and then, Mm -hmm. you know, we can do our part. So there's no excuses (laughs) after this podcast drops. I don't want to hear it. There's no more excuses. Like, I don't want to hear it. Nope. We are going to do what we have to do because uh, it's our duty. Like it, and it's, like I said, it's really, you know, there's so many different options. Like if you're not a person who's like out in the streets protesting, you can stay home. You know, you can stay home and just call or send a letter yeah. or do, you know, donate if you're if you're not a, a letter kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that the work that you're doing is inspiring and so like. Like I said earlier, it's dangerous work. So we really want to thank you and like take this moment mm-hmm. to like honor you Good and shine a light on people, people like you who, you know, are coming, coming into this industry in this world um, because of your own experience. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's stuff that is very close, you know, dear to your heart. So, you yeah. know, you're doing the work because you want to do it. Like it's not even like your mm-hmm. like, job, you right, know, right. so everybody yeah. else. The least that they can do is send a letter <laughs> and then God or God, she got the rest, you know, she'll come I and talk to politicians, she'll go to protest, she'll do the rest. We just have to send the letters and donate money and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, it's, it's, easy. it's as easy as showing up, like in whatever way showing up means to you. It's as easy as
1: that. Uh, real quick, you can plug anything you want, uh, you know, okay. shout anybody out you want real quick before we jump into some other things. Um, yeah. I, I had
0: time to think about this and now I'm like, I had some <laughs> Um I mean, honestly, I just want to shout out like the organization that I work for, Corporate Accountability. I think um, that so much of, I think so much of what I'm passionate about has really come from seeing what organizing can look like and and seeing just like going to work every day with people that are like passionate about what they do. And I think None of us do it for the money. We do it because we really care. And there's like something really powerful about working with people that are doing it because of that. Um, And then I think the other shout outs that I want to give is a Cosecha. It's an organization that represents undocumented folks. Right now they have a fund that you can donate to for undocumented workers that, you know, undocumented folks don't get stimulus checks. They don't get unemployment benefits. So they started a fund for people to donate to for anybody that needs resources that doesn't have a job right now. Um, And then the third is um, I want to plug in my aunt and uncle. So my aunt works for the National Immigration Law Center. Great organization. Check out their website. And the other one is the Resilience Force. Um, My uncle Socket, so her partner, Marilena's partner, um, he works with undocumented folks that do disaster relief. So they like, it's kind of wild to think about this. But like, these are folks that after the hurricanes happen in Florida, it's like, undocumented laborers that go in and clean up people's houses clean up whole neighborhoods that have been like flattened Mm. um and a lot of the time they're like huge victims of wage theft they don't have any benefits so their organization represents folks that are doing that really important work especially as climate change becomes more prevalent and disasters are like part of our everyday life unfortunately now um so check out those three organizations national immigration law center resilience force (laughs) and cosecha like like folks doing incredible things and I hope to be working amongst them one day.
1: And how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to ask questions or follow up with you or get more information?
0: Yeah, you can follow me um, or you can just like check me out at Caro Carito. I think so. It's, Let me look at how you spell. (laughs) I (laughs) think you spell it with like two O's or something. Uh. Um, But you can DM me. I'm like super open to talking with folks. I think, like I said, I'm really passionate about this. Um, As Yadi said, I like don't get paid to do any of this, but it's really like it's like deep in my heart. It's part of Mm -hmm. who I am. And I'm so happy to talk with anybody that wants to know more. Right, right. Um, so my handle is C-A-R-O-O underscore C-A-R-I-T-O. Follow me, DM me. I'd love to talk with anybody that's interested.
1: And that's um, on Instagram?
0: That's on Instagram, Yeah.
1: Instagram, got it, got it, perfect. Uh, and we also have a Facebook group, by the way, if you guys want to get in on the conversations we have. Prior to and after the podcast, we do have conversations. We ask for your opinions. We get feedback. Um, so, yeah, if you want to be a part of the show, come on in. Join join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash wolf and unicorn. So check us out. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, so, Karo, uh your company, that your organization you work for. Yes is against corporations doing these shady tactics. I'd like to talk a little bit more about yeah. that. Like, what, what corporations should be, be, should we be weary of? Oh,
2: that's a- <laughs> All of
0: them. Yes. All of them. <laughs> we don't directly challenge them, but I know that this is a really big one for folks. Amazon. Mm. Amazon does not pay their workers minimum wage everywhere. Amazon does not give their workers like they get in trouble for having five minute key breaks. I think Amazon is it, and it's hard to break up with Amazon, I think, but that's like a really big one. Um, ExxonMobil, Shell, these large oil companies, no good, (laughs) no good. Um, We also challenge um, like transnational corporations like Monsanto. They're folks just like commodifying agriculture. They're, you know, mass producers of pesticides and all that gross stuff um i know that this also hurts for folks but mcdonald's (laughs) we (laughs) challenge mcdonald's in our food campaign um for a whole host of reasons but they have a lot of labor abuses under their belt, unfortunately a lot of sexual assault allegations Mm. um that are just like put under the table and they're all come on bro (laughs) it's disappointing you with all the resources they have right They I've would never even jealous. heard of
1: sexual assault at mcdonald's right what that's crazy um
0: yeah. yeah and unfortunately you don't hear about it because they've got massive pr companies that work for them and it's very easy to slip stuff under the table um yeah but mcdonald's unfortunately is is another big one they also are mass producers of potatoes, um, beef and tomatoes. So like factory farming, the reason factory farming exists is unfortunately because fast food corporations have a huge demand for it that most of it goes to them and the rest obviously like to the U S public. But, Mm -hmm. um, there's, I mean, there's a lot in terms of like factory farms and just like the, and, and the environmental cost of having to grow so much food, having to grow so many cows and all that. Um, yeah. So those are some of the corporations I'm trying to think of our other. Ca- oh, and we challenged uh, tobacco campaigns like Philip Morris International, um, you know, really, really shady corporations that have sort of written the playbook for other corporations to be able to get away with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of like political interference, a lot of them, a lot of. Politicians are in the pockets of a lot of these corporations right. uh, like McDonald's actually was able to drive some of the dietary guideline recommendations for this year's food pyramid.
1: Right. I, I saw that actually in an article this week. Uh, they were the scientists said, you know, they wanted to reduce the amount of sugar in food. And the CD, uh, Food Administration was like, oh, no, we're not going to do that now. You know, we'll do it another time. But yeah, keep things the way they are. Like, why wouldn't you want to reduce sugar in food? Like,
0: right, um, and those recommendations and, come out every five years, so it's gonna right. be a while.
1: Right, and alcohol—they were trying to reduce. They said they were recommending a reduced reduction in alcohol consumption, which is obvious, but yeah. you know, I, I, I don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're they're under. I mean, you'd be surprised how many um, there, how many front groups there are represent that you think they're like, oh, these are organizations doing really great things, but actually they're like paid for and represent like large the industry like coca-cola is another one that, mm. that like interferes in like politics everywhere like even in a lot of like in a lot of Latin America um, coca-cola has large corporations, like large um, plants where they actually suck a lot of the water resources from communities that they're in but mm. you know they're to rent the land that they're on they pay like next to nothing they take all the water and then like the residents are left with what <laughs> you know, so there's, like, so many, yeah, so many examples of the ways that corporations um, manipulate the world that we live in, like, really, you know, it's, yeah. I, I don't buy into the, like, individualistic mindset of, like, if you don't want your kids to eat McDonald's, like, don't buy it for them, I think that corporations have made it so, like, people have an affinity to their brands, like, people, like, you know, don't think McDonald's is that bad, and, and they want it to be that way, so I definitely think, like, Food corporations, large transnational corporations—they shape the world that we live in, and we don't—we don't name that enough. We don't say all right. it, in it, you know.
1: All right, all right. I, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Amazon is, uh, you know, a big part of my life, and uh, yeah. you know, Yadi, you know, tried to break down some of this stuff to me, yeah. you know, prior I'm to trying the holidays. That, oh, I'm <laughs> um, I can
0: see. I can see. I'm here but, with
1: you. You know, it's it's tough. You know, I went to other places to shop. I've shopped small businesses. I've shopped yes. other large businesses that aren't as bad as Amazon, um, mm-hmm. and the experience is trash. I mean, I hate. I hate. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I I'm a sucker for a great experience. You know, he and, is
2: literally the target audience <laughs> for Amazon. Oh my god! Like he is. He when they came up with their like you know their avatar, their consumer. It was Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was him. So yeah. it's very hard to, like, right. get him to break up with yeah. Amazon. Like, I'm trying every day. And sometimes, you know, you like you said, it's a commodity. Like, they shape it so you need it. We do yeah. live like in, in, you know, capitalism is the ruler of everything. So like sometimes you do have to kind of like break down and, and con- you know, consume these products or like use mm-hmm. these these apps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but I think that as long as we're conscious and we're trying even like just trying to like, yeah. like just, you know, be like, yo, what you guys doing? <laughs> like what's going on? Like right. hold mm-hmm. them accountable. Right. Um,
0: yeah. Yes. And that's the thing, like, I don't, I don't believe in blaming the consumer solely. Like, it's the, like, they're not regular, like, a lot of these corporations, like, for example, in New York, like, how Amazon was going to have that huge plan, and they weren't going to pay taxes. It's like, you know, why do politicians allow them to have as much free range as they do? Like, yeah, we, like, you withholding buying from Amazon is, like, not going to change the company's, like, structure. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, more than just, like, being an ethical consumer, it's, like, actually like naming when they're doing really shitty things and you're like mm-hmm. I don't want to, to like I don't want to buy stuff from an a corporation that does this stuff. So
2: but <laughs> I just feel like that? I so many people. what's your advice for Kevin? I know his heart is like hurting right now. What like, <laughs> give him a couple tips, mm. like how how do we
0: get him to break free? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well like what do you buy mostly on amazon like what's the pull what what about the experience of amazon
1: so all right so christmas shopping for one was you know mostly amazon purchases i I just feel like you can find everything there and get it within a day or two days max like without leaving your house it's just like so (laughs) convenient uh and then i go like i said i go to these stores and You know, the cashier is an asshole and the, you know, the the manager is an idiot, doesn't know where anything is. And I'm looking through the store asking for help, begging somebody, please help me. I want to give you my money. And they're just like, nah. you know, I'm going to do my thing over here. I'm just going to text my friends over here in the corner and listen to my favorite song on my other ear here. So
0: I mean, I feel that. I feel that. Honestly, you know what works for me? Every time I'm like about to purchase something on Amazon, I just like picture Jeff Bezos, and I'm like, I'm blowing this man's pocket, like this bald, ugly ass man.
1: <laughs> no, like
0: that's the worst customer experience. Thinking of like that old bald, ugly man. <laughs> yes, no. Fuck I think Jeff
2: Bezos. one thing that I like read somewhere, and I've been trying to use like for myself as like a way to like pull myself back is using Amazon as like a guide so if i go to amazon and i see something that i want um just seeing you know the vendor do they have their own website or just kind of wow. see if i can find a similar product somewhere else um or something yeah. that is like you know sometimes they do sometimes these products have are on the the vendors like website for the same amount i mean you're not going to get it in two days yeah. but it's a little the <laughs> same amount product and sometimes yeah. sometimes it's the same price yeah. so i try to use it as a guide um but obviously that doesn't work every single
1: time i was just thinking of a funny story yeah i know we're, i know what he's gonna say we were looking for, <laughs> <laughs> we were looking for um uh, paulo santo to you know we like yeah to, uh, yes. you know, light it up and then you know incense the house and, and cleanse space. it of bad yeah. energy um so you know we ran out recently and we were like you know i was like looking for more like where can we get more and i was on amazon of course and uh, you know, I
2: got so mad.
1: A
0: sacred thing from
2: Amazon. A sacred thing. A sacred <laughs> and, thing. And I,
1: found, I, I found this store. You know, I was like, oh look, babe. You know, decent price. Get here tomorrow, and you know, we can be lighting our Palo Santo in no time, right? Which is like, and
2: then what did you show me? Their propaganda, yeah, they had like an <laughs> ad, they had like an ad of like the people, you know, in the forest, like taking down the trees. and right. oh, it, was like, yeah. it was like indigenous people, and they were like speaking, like some of them were speaking Spanish or right. whatever. So it was like, oh my god, like it really makes you feel like this is yeah, like, right. I need to buy this, this is fine, this is completely right. ethical.
1: As I, as I dug deeper, I, I knew. But I was like, I need to get to the bottom of this just yeah. to prove myself wrong. Um, so, you know, she's like, it's propaganda because the, the, the first thing you see is them like picking the palo santo from the trees and smiling. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, this, uh, you, know, you know, a Latin guy comes on and he's just like, hey, you know, this is our life, our livelihood is how we, you know, come together. And they have like the Spanish music in the background. And it's just like, oh my God. It's, it's a whole vibe. And then you oh look my- up the company. I was looking like, who owns this company? uh it took me a, so long to find pictures of these people um but it was a uh, colorless man uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> a colorless man <laughs> yep. yep. and his i think yep. his girlfriend
2: i think she was like where, where was she from she was like venezuelan or something but she was de- she was definitely white as well like yeah. she was a white latina I was, yeah. so i was just like
1: yeah when we found his picture and they were like smiling together i was like yeah, you, you're right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I enraged. I was like, "You see what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. I was so
1: mad." I like these are not the pick people picking the Palo no, from the trees. Not. No, <laughs> no, this is not who I. Nope. Come nope. on, guys. These these people were so hard to find. It took me like 30 minutes. Like their names are everywhere, but you can't find pictures of them. So yeah. I feel
0: like they probably made it, So they probably like get hell for that, yeah. which really yeah. so.
1: Yeah, so just so. that was just a funny story that, that came up uh, <laughs> while we we're on the topic of Amazon. And, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> so as you're coming up with your New Year's resolutions tomorrow,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I got to think about this a little more. It's you know, I'm going to check I get, this next year. We got to work on it. I get five percent back on every purchase, so it's like you know. It's hard to beat that, you know? This
2: is becoming an Amazon ad, and I don't appreciate (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) I I won't tell you everything else (laughs) that you get with your Prime membership.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. 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 At least he's honest.
0: I know know I'm
1: hooked. Pay the people, Amazon, so I can, you know, support without any shame. Um, So, yeah, pay the folks and treat them right. So, that's all. That's all. You know That's literally all we ask for. Right, drop one of those billions. Those you could pay everybody. Money. You know, right? Just drop
0: a couple. <laughs> drop One yeah. billion,
1: and you, you you could like fund one all billion. this great stuff, bro.
0: This man makes like something like two hundred thousand dollars sitting down for five minutes on his yeah. ass. He can pay people yeah. more.
1: Yeah, he just totally does. Just give up a day That's of work good. and look how many people you can help. Yeah, Absolutely. All right. <laughs> 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 that is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right I, I, I'm not a fan of Jeff Bezos personally But the, the company just made it so easy To get everything that I need In, in a timely manner without Dealing with people So, And I, returning things is so this, Okay, no. alright no, right. so nice. wrap We're going to wrap
2: up the Amazon talk <laughs> Alright, alright, alright Alright <laughs>
1: Kato, uh, thank you again for showing us love today. We appreciate you coming through. Uh, plug your Instagram one more time. We'll put the links in the, in all the descriptions and bios, of course. Um, so let us know where we can reach you.
0: Yes, Kato Carito.
1: On Instagram. Check her out. Um, and you've got your photography page, too. I checked that out recently as well. Yeah. You feel free yeah, to plug that? You, know, you don't have to, you know, you can plug your photography. If you're into pictures, she's got some cool pictures. Check
0: I know. Out. I'm a little shy about it right now because I'm not like, there. <laughs> you know, I'm like, not, I'm a Virgo. So, like, I have to be, like, at a level before I'm, like, proud of something. But you sure. can follow it. Two photographia film. It's what it's called. Y'all can follow. Give me some love. I'll get better eventually. <laughs>
1: no, you will. I mean, I look back at my pictures, you know, five, eight years ago, and it's just like, what the fuck was I doing? I was, I just, click, I was just clicking the button, obviously. It was yeah, like, on you know, auto. Like, okay. <laughs> and I'm looking at him now, and I'm like, I'm actually getting pretty damn good. you know. Yeah. So definitely practice does make... Nobody's ever perfect. You can ask the best photographer in the world. They idol, idolize somebody else as the best photographer in the world. Totally. Yeah. And we've had photographers on this show and they're like, no, 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 this guy's the real deal. Yeah, and I'm like that person's oh. like, no, 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 this person's a real deal. So I'm just like, you know, where am I? Where do I fall? <laughs> I think you guys are all the real deal. <laughs> but yeah. you know, that, that's what they do for a living. So I understand, you know, but totally. you know, as, as a hobbyist like me and you, I mean, definitely over time, just mm-hmm. keep shooting. And they will
0: exactly. For sure. Oh, find new things. <laughs> yeah. Just go outside. Literally, I just walk outside with my camera, and I'm like, "What can I take pictures of?" Pra- <laughs> like, it's all about practice, like you said.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. Um. All right. So let's jump into uh, a couple segments we have here. Uh, we've got a shit I don't like. Uh, Kata, would you like to participate today?
0: Oh wait, what is this?
1: Shit I don't like.
0: Oh yes, 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 yes. Sorry, I did not know what you said.
1: <laughs> all right kato i'm handing the mic over to you give us anything that you you know give you a little anger a little tingle now, what do you what do you want to talk about today
0: <laughs> i don't like amazon i mean that is that is shit i don't like
1: yeah, shit yeah.
0: i don't like even more oh man there's so much this year go
1: for it go like, for it
0: well, $600, come the fuck on. Nobody can live on that. That's what I'm mad about. I'm mad. It's, I, not, it's not chill. I we mean, can't live on of
1: that. 600 I mean, what can you do with that these days? I feel
2: like we should do like a reality show, like one of those game shows, and like put everyone like, you know, who voted like we should get $600, like give them $600, see how they do, you know? <laughs> For like, Honestly, I q1. It was
0: like not even
2: for not even for a year just q1 right. like the first you know yeah. of the year go ahead right. you know take the 600 see how you you're survive doing. off right. of the 600 here Doesn't you even can't even away. you can't even work at a restaurant because they're all closed right. so right. i mean that's how most people survive is like getting like a second job like at a restaurant yeah. you, can't even, yep. you can't even do that right, right. now so right. why don't you try it out you know <laughs> let us know how it goes right if you i could opt up, out
1: i would you know uh and, and maybe i'll donate the money to one of causes or there you go uh, or that you mentioned yeah. earlier but you Pretty know yeah. you, you know want to help people out of course um but yeah f- fuck six hundred dollars i mean people are getting kicked out of their houses and and, yeah. and trying to buy food six hundred dollars is like not even a month i mean maybe a month of groceries but not for a full family that's like yeah you know it's nothing it's nothing so
0: no uh, and like for the whole year come on like we got twelve hundred dollars and then nothing and then six hundred dollars that's like the most egregious part i'm like people like you said people have been like the amount of homeless folks right now is like upsetting and not to like get us down (laughs) on like a really sad note but like i mean come on people need more than six hundred dollars i think it's yeah it's it's shitty it's shitty
1: so things we don't (laughs) need Uh, would you like to add anything else? Uh, I mean, you could go off if you want. I mean, if you you, you know, if you got more, and it's not a you know, uh, you know.
0: No, <laughs> well, I'm keeping my anger at bay these days. You know, uh, I'm trying uh, to be uh, like more positive and
1: stuff. Right, right. I mean, th- this is uh, you know, the concept of our show is balance deep down underlying it's all about balance so yeah, we, clearly... you know we got to get that negativity out you know we must but we always you're right you're right. Out, right it needs you an outlet. you just need it that's why we're here you know that's why we're talking on these mics you know we got to get this stuff out we got to vent it out it's the only way yeah that's right yadi would you like to participate today
2: i think i would okay let's do this
1: like
0: like...
2: this is like all of my shit. i don't like this like i have like a specific like not person, but like a specific group of people in mind yeah. for this one.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Would you
1: like to say their names? No. Okay, right. just, just, just seeing how messy we're feeling today. No, you know? I'm
2: not feeling that messy. I know. I know we've been watching, you know, Housewives oh, of Atlanta, but I'm not. I'm oh, not on yeah. that level yet. I love
1: yet. that show so much. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead.
2: So for shit, I don't like it's like you know, it's the end of the year. It was a shitty year. It was like I know, probably like the worst like my and my living like you know 27 years like i cannot think of like a worst freaking year like you know you usually have dips like you have ups and downs or whatever but this year has completely shattered like all of our like hope and joy <laughs> yep. we are like having to reach uh and do things to find a little bit of joy so it's just like so daunting and taxing so shit i don't like is people who still on top of all of this and the freaking year that we had are like you know what for 2021 work harder if this year didn't teach you how to hustle then i don't know what will
0: Girl, you gotta
2: be you gotta be fucking kidding me like are you serious like after the Mm-mm. listen If you are thinking to, like, shame people for, like, not doing anything this year or not accomplishing what you think is success or, like, accomplishing anything at all, it's, like, what kind of shitty person are you? You're Mm -hmm. either, like, in a bubble and, like, completely detached from everything that's been going on in the world or you're just, like, a dumbass. (laughs)
0: Like,
2: honestly. That's what it boils down to. Like,
0: celebrities
2: who are completely out of touch and don't know anything or, like, poor people who are, like... In this with us, and are still like, nah, it's your fault. You didn't work hard hard enough. Like, respectfully, go to hell. Like,
1: Mm yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so if you tweet any of that stuff you know what you talking about you know, you know what you talk about I gotta check check the tweets see what's going on out there in these streets i <laughs> will <laughs> uh, participate today you know uh you know I've been keeping a steady list of shit I don't like and um uh i i I, I read a lot of articles online and and uh news and you know Facebook stuff pops up and I click it because I can't help myself. Uh, I'm a I'm a sucker for clickbait and uh, and you know <laughs> I'm I'm an easy target so I get all type of crazy ads from all this bullshit out there um, so I click them I, I click some I read I like to know what's going on even if I know it's complete bullshit I like to know what kind of bullshit is being fed to me by the corporations that Kato hates so much yeah that's now, right <laughs> I'm getting so you. yeah <laughs> every uh, every now and then you get these articles and you know you start reading them. Uh, you're reading and reading them, it's going through, and it's like, all right, this is pretty interesting. And then a paragraph just comes, and it's just like the same paragraph you just read. And I'm just like, wait, I, I know I just read this article, uh, <laughs> this this paragraph. I scroll up, I'm like, it's the same fucking thing. Why do they keep. It's like I read the same thing like four times. I'm like, are you kidding me? What, 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 what's the point of that? What's the point of that? Just to get a couple more seconds of me on your article?
2: That's right. I. I like what? <laughs> I just,
1: uh, and it's been it's been happening more and more. And I just don't understand the the logic and the and the point behind it. Like why 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 repeat the article? Why repeat the entire article over after I just read it?
2: Got to keep you on that site, baby. Oh, I'm
1: so fucking mad. It just pissed me off so much. <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, I'm not going <laughs> to go crazy. I won't go crazy today. I'm not going to go crazy. That's the shit I don't like today. going to keep it cool, calm, and collective for Kato. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah we shit to. we don't like. <laughs> All right. Let's get into another segment. Uh, what do you want? Uh, we'll do 25 questions. Already. Yeah. Uh, so Yachty will read off 25 questions for you, and you can answer as many as you can in three minutes.
2: So let's just explain the rules first. Yeah. So we're gonna have a timer for three minutes. I'm gonna ask you a question. The timer's gonna start as soon as I end the first question. And it's kind of like, you know, speed, like, just spitball, like whatever you think. If you like to skip or pass, you can do that and we can move on to the next. But we're gonna try to get through 25 questions in three minutes. All right, so, ready? Ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you could live anywhere besides Boston, where would you live?
0: Ooh, Medellin, Columbia.
2: If you could be any animal in the world, uh, what would it be and why?
0: Ooh, um, I'd be an owl. I want to fly. Heard they're knowledgeable. What is your favorite color? Blue. Name a TV show that you've been
2: watched during the pandemic.
0: Ooh, Searchlight on
2: HBO. What scares you the most?
0: Damn, rejection.
2: Name something that you've tried that you will never try again.
0: Oh, that's a hard one. I like everything. Oh, Mondongo. It's a stomach cow poop. It's no, no, nothing.
2: Name a book that you would recommend people read.
0: Ooh, um, oh my gosh, I've read so many good ones recently parable of the sower by octavia butler
2: name one thing you can never give up coffee if your life <laughs> were a hashtag what would it be
1: oh
0: damn that's a hard one i'm gonna skip i'm not okay. good one
2: <laughs> if you had to pick one superpower what would it be
0: Ooh, teleporting
2: um black coffee or coffee with creamer
0: coffee with creamer
2: describe your life using one word
0: adventure adventure
2: name your biggest role model
0: damn that's a hard one I think right now it's my aunt Maddie, the one that works for national immigration law center the work that she does, I truly don't know how she does it. It's incredible.
2: If you had to be one cartoon character, who would you be?
0: God, uh, this like rapid fire. I feel like none of my <laughs> I'm like, oh what cartoon character. I'm gonna skip this one. I'm gonna skip this one. Um,
2: what is the most useful thing that you own?
0: Mm, oh my god, useful. My bullet journal, I'm a Virgo.
2: What is your go-to What is your go-to food spot And what is your favorite dish there
0: Oh My go-to food spot There's this place called Tawakal Cafe In um, East Boston And I get They have this like incredible chicken wrap It's Somali food It's like the spices Mm, They hit just right (laughs)
2: Um, What is the first thing you would do if you won the lotto I'd pay off my student
0: loans (laughs)
2: What is your favorite season? Fall. Um, and what's the closest thing to magic?
0: Oh, spirituality.
2: All awesome. Right. All right.
1: That is 25 questions with Cato.
0: She got close. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like to know what character you would be, cartoon character you'd be, if you had to choose one.
0: Like, Ooh, do y'all watch Bob's Burgers? I don't know. No, <laughs>
1: it's there's fine. This one that's your... where, like, really funny. I'm sure some of our listeners might listen to watch yeah. it, so that's fine. If you,
0: I'd, if you I'd love Tina. She's just this like I think she's a hilarious character, and I see a lot of my sorry. There's like a fire, a fire, <laughs> in um, and she's hilarious. I think she's so funny, but I, that's Is that hard. The I glasses. Think- yes and she's like got a dancing
1: yeah. meme where she's like
0: yeah this <laughs> reminds me of my awkward like preteen self i'm like oh my god that was me <laughs> I love it. but i, I like other damn i like don't watch that many cartoons well i haven't seen cartoons in so long that's a good one is good yeah damn, but fine,
2: like,
1: fine. You, know, yeah. you don't gotta overthink it you know yeah Just because we didn't see it i'm sure you know somebody has um all right as you all know we like to end things on a positive note that's right uh kato this is your opportunity to give us some type of positivity some type of inspiration some type of good word to help our people get through their day their week their month their year that second Mm -hmm. whatever it is what can you give us
0: positivity I love this topic. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, some positivity is that 2020 was like like we've been talking. It was like a dumpster fire of a year. A lot happened. um, But I do have to say, um, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself this year. And I hope that other people feel like they've been able to learn about themselves. I think something that feels really positive is, Um, I've been working a lot on, like, my spirituality and connecting with my ancestors and connecting with folks that I never really got to know, but it's felt very enriching, um, and just in general, like, sitting with yourself, there's, like, something really, like, really magical about, like, realizing that you're, like, one person out of, like, how many people, and, like, just, like, realizing, like, oh, my God, I'm so grateful I can, like, ha- like, I'm about to go and, like, eat a charcuterie board with my boyfriend and, like, there's nothing more. Like, I'm so content. I'm so happy. Like, right now I don't need anything else to be happy. And I think before 2020 had happened, I was focusing so much on material things and I was focusing so much on, like, exercise. Like, I mean, I love exercise, don't get me wrong. But, like, having a great body and, like, you know, like – Buying clothes that were cute and like I, well, I still want to do all of that when like the world goes back to normal and I still like get dressed up and do my makeup to sit in my living room. I think just like realizing that you can be like really content, um, and you can like have moments where you're like really present and you realize like wow, you know, I really don't have it so bad right now. Like, I have people that I really love around me, and um, a lot of people are having a really difficult year, and I think just like Realizing what you have and not taking it for granted. I know it sounds like so corny But I've just like really been able to be like present for myself Um, And while emotionally I still feel chaotic like even just knowing that I can like you know at the end of the day I have like a warm bed to go to and I have friends that I can call like I got y'all you know I just like it's made me realize how many people I have how much how much my friends care for me and love me. Like this year, I've talked to more people than I've ever talked to this year. Like I have been in contact with people that I haven't talked to in like a year or two. And like this pandemic has made me be like, wow, people really care about me. Like that's that's like, I gotta be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Like I've built some relationships that have really gotten me through this. So yeah, like y'all be grateful for the people in your life. They're like the ones that get choose through and yourself, yourself for sure. <laughs> That's my cheesy Thank. positivity.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Kato, for that positive note. I love that sound so much. It's
2: like my
1: <laughs> spirit. Yeah. So it's been another Monster Pod, everybody. Thank you, Kato, for pulling up on us and, and giving us this knowledge on immigration and these evil corporations that I gotta give a little money to, but not all of them. You know, just one. But. <laughs>
2: We're gonna start a new uh, organization called Kevin Accountability uh, <laughs> instead of instead of corporate accountability. It's yeah. like just we're Kevin every Friday at four o'clock. We're gonna call him.
1: If I write call. a letter to Jeff Bezos, can I order one thing a week?
2: What are you gonna write? A Love letter, Tim? Like
1: what <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, fuck you, guy. Like, I love suffer, your suffer, pro- pro- <laughs> that. I love your products, but fuck you, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's been another monster pod. Uh Kato, thank you for coming through and, and talking to us and teaching us And giving us knowledge and links And uh, we will try to put as much as we can To use that you've given us today um, All links will be in the descriptions uh, If you haven't already Check out our website Wolfandunicorn.co uh, There's a new donate button there If you'd like to support the pod, support the show uh, You can donate You know, you can. We're using the app called uh, Buy us a coffee uh, So it's similar to Patreon Uh, we're only got one level right now we're just going to do five dollars if you want to support the show you get a couple free things you get a shout out on the pod you can plug a company as an ad for free um so uh five dollars a month check it out i mean it's not much uh like i said it's cheaper than a cup of coffee um so You know, uh, at least in New York, I don't know about everywhere else. It might be. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) You know, I've seen Yachty order an $8 cup of coffee one time. So, you know, $5 a month. Support the show if you you appreciate our content and want to support us in any way. You can also buy hoodies on that site and a bunch of other stuff you can check out that we do. Yes. um so yeah and you could also donate one time if a monthly is not your thing you're like oh i only like this one episode so you know i'll give you one dollar you know you can give five dollars whatever you want so uh, <laughs> we, we will take anything to support the show we want to keep making beautiful content for everybody yes. so check that out uh, i mentioned earlier check out our facebook group got a lot of good conversation going on there um so yeah check show us some out more, man appreciate all the love y'all uh season three is gonna be awesome stay tuned we got a lot more coming your way Uh, Peace